Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy. Texan couple have copped heavy backlash after sharing their controversial marriage rules. Do you have rules in your relationship with Justin? Do you lay down the law? The only rule I have in our marriage is that he doesn't go and bang someone else and that he stops <laughs> spending heaps of money on sushi. No, of course we don't have rules. We have we have the normal rules, i.e. Uh, monogamy, mm. fidelity, love, trust, respect, all that yeah, okay. sort of stuff. But nothing like this couple. Is that an unspoken couple. rule, though? Because I feel like exactly. every relationship just has that in general. Well, that's just the thing. Mm. It, you know, you shouldn't have to have complete weird rules in a relationship. If you have to do all this sort of stuff, it's like it... Because rules exist to ensure fairness, mm-hmm. right? And to need to have fairness in a relationship means that there might be a lack of trust. And if you have a lack of trust, then you shouldn't be married. You shouldn't be in a relationship in the first start. Well, this would start an argument in itself. Oh, wouldn't it? It's Firstly, got the rolling. <laughs> I will say, though, to Jaden and Andy, if you're listening, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, your marriage, congratulations on your marriage. You guys do you. Just do each other, whatever. But um, let's talk <laughs> about these rules. Have some sushi, too, while you're at it. <laughs> let's talk um, about these rules. Well, this is uh, to help them sustain a healthy marriage. This is what they say. They've got three rules. First, they promise to share their GPS location with each other at all times, 24 hours a day. I've got a mate that does this, Russell Redman. He tracks um, himself and his wife. They know where exactly each other are. I feel like that's a privacy issue. I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't feel uh, comfortable with that why myself. Why would you want to know where mm. your partner was 24-7? Your kids having to share this with your parents? Absolutely. I'll make Hendrix and Harley do this if they want to go out when they're young. Mm-hmm. I don't care what my husband's doing. I don't need to go and check mm. his location. He certainly doesn't expect to check, to check mine anyway. Oh, he's at Bunnings in Glenorchy again. Yeah, exactly. With Deb. Because I don't spend there. enough time there. <laughs> you know, exactly. I'm always on the corner of Davy and Harrington at the Welcome Stranger. <laughs> um, but uh, secondly, sharing their passwords. Um, we, I, I don't mind this, but like, I don't think Jane knows um, any of my passwords to most of my stuff. Like, It's not something that's essential to every marriage. She's definitely got my credit card details because I, I know Notice that Uber Eats takes out like 70 bucks every now and again. I'm like, <laughs> Go, Jane. all right, I'm out and about, and uh, Jane is just eating at home. Um, but uh, yeah, do you share passwords and that the, kind of this thing? This whole thing that you have to share your passwords, no, you should mm. trust each other. Yep. Yes, Justin and I do know each other's passwords for stuff, but that's solely because like convenience, i.e. I forget my password all the time. I mean, I've even told, I said to Matt the other day, Matt, I'm just saying loud, this is my password for this because I forget. So then I have to get logged out of stuff. And we save our mm. passwords on our devices anyway. I'll just have so, a chat to Matt about this. Is her password Justin68 or 60? 64, I think she was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. And finally, they never want to hang out with the opposite gender alone. That's kind of that's, way too toxic for a relationship. That's a serious red flag. Yeah. To say to your partner, mm. you cannot hang out with the opposite sex alone. I love, the more that Justin has female friends, I love, mm. because it means that I'm not the only woman in his life that mm. he learns from and listens to. And, you know, I am the main woman in his life being his wife, but I think it's important for my husband to have friendships. Justin's one of his great friends is a mm. female, and they've been friends for like 20 or 30 years. You know, I love that. I have no qualms with that whatsoever. You and I, prime yeah, example. That's Justin a good example. Loves that you and I are such great friends. And, and I love Justin yeah. uh, very intimately. But yeah. maybe we should you bring two this rule. No, oh, we should actually. <laughs> um, but maybe I should bring this rule into my relationship because then I won't have to hang out with my mother in law. <laughs> Hit breakfast with Dan and Christy will go anywhere you do with the listener app. Get it today. Hit 100.9.
And we want you to have a merry little Christmas, but we want you to do it on a budget because there's a few tips going around. The Gen Zers, they're very good at giving tips, aren't they? And they do it in a very fast manner. <laughs> they certainly do. Mm. And this is one tip from a Gen Z that we want to listen to because we know that it's so expensive this time of year. It mm. really is. It's been a hard year for inflation for everybody. Um, costs are through the roof. Like, we're all in this together. And, of course, it's the most wonderful time of year, but inevitably it is the most expensive time of the year too. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, you know what, like, let's work together in this beautiful city that we have and try and help each other out to think of ways that we can celebrate Christmas and we can still have that Christmas spirit um, without having to break the bank and put ourselves through unnecessary stress and go further into debt and do Christmas together on a budget. Yeah, Cozzy lives, as they call it, the cost of living crisis. <laughs> and the TikTokers say uh, maybe little trinkets are a good idea. Then what I would recommend, like, creating magnets that are tailored to your friend's personality. Oh, if they really like flowers, like, make flowers. Or if they're, like, a foodie, you can make, like, their favorite food. Basically, just customize it to your friend and their interests. Recommend writing a note so your friend can hang it on the fridge. Can I say... I recommend breathing when you're talking. (laughs) That's a big one. I love that idea of fridge Mm. magnets. It's one of those things that I can never have enough of, and I'm always looking for little things to put in our fridge. Mm -hmm. And I think to myself all the time, oh, I should get some more fridge magnets. Oh, I should get some more fridge magnets. And I just don't have them. Every time I go on holidays, I just gather fridge magnets all around Europe. I've got one from every place that we've been to. Yeah. Uh, When I travelled all around, you know, uh, the state of Australia, I'm like, oh, I'll grab a fridge magnet from every little crappy town because they're all famous for something. I'm like, dog on a tucker box, Ned Kelly. Perfect. Merry Christmas. Here's your magnet. uh, (laughs) the giant wood chips. Everyone's like, you can keep that one. (laughs) Um, Another another great tip as well going viral at the moment is in terms of gift wrapping. Don't spend hundreds of dollars of gift wrapping. If you can find some old newspapers or even just paper, whatever it is, you can always get the kids to to colour it in and and draw some cute little arts and crafts on it, draw some love hearts, whatever. Mm. Use that to wrap paper. Um, This was a good one. If you have an old shower curtain, like something Mm. that you're not really using, cut it up and then try and paint it. And you make that, you can use that as Christmas decorations in terms of tinsel and stuff like that. So that's another way that you could get just some colour hanging around on the walls. And that's pretty good for a lot of people out there that don't have the money to to go out and spend money on tinsel. I won't do it while your husband's having a shower. Um, (laughs) But uh, budget Christmas, we're getting swapping ideas. Uh, 131060, Megan from Rain, have you got any budget ideas for Christmas? Yeah, I do. So um, normally I would make the hot chocolate bombs myself. Hmm. so I've got the mould where you melt the chocolate and then you let them sit and then you put the hot chocolate and the marshmallows in them and you pop them together and I just sprinkle over the top some um, like colourful Christmas like icing type chocolate. Ooh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, so like um, magic ice or something like that? Mm. Yeah, like that. And, um, and then so I just add some food colouring to that. And then um, so that's one DIY. Mm. And then I also do the... Um, because I'm on a tight budget because we've got lots of family members. We do the family um, movie experience where I think it's 20 or $25. I think it's gone up in price. And um, you get a child's ticket, a popcorn, a small drink and a chocolate, oh, which nice. is fantastic for kids as a gift. Oh, Megan, these are great ideas. Thank you so much. Tegan from Carlton, what do you reckon we should do for Christmas when it comes to budget? Uh, Facebook Marketplace. Oh, yeah. Great idea. Facebook groups, as in the giveaway pages. Oh, yeah, because I know when I was moving house, I just gave away most of my stuff and literally Mm. just gave it to people for free. And I've done it myself. I've gone around to people's houses and got, you know, a free set of golf clubs. They're terrible, but they're mine. (laughs) I've never used them. (laughs) That's great. And so, Tegan, do you think this is something that you'll do this Christmas as well? Definitely. So you reckon secondhand stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, yep. 
Alex from Otago Bay, what's your secret uh, Christmas budget tip? Hello. My tip is to do a secret Santa, but for extended family. So everybody picks out a name and everybody is guaranteed to get something. And that way you're not having to buy for every single person in your extended family, for nieces, nephews, cousins, etc. Uh, you can limit the presents. That way, yeah, yes. we did that in our f- full family yeah, I've last done it before. year. Yeah, absolutely. Now I've got a family member I've never met, <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah. most of them. I'm like, oh, cool! I'm gonna get her. Brilliant. <laughs> so you'll do this with your family this year for Christmas, Alex? Yes, we do this, and it just helps. Yeah, limit the number of presents you have to buy, but nobody goes away empty-handed. Isabel from West Moon to bring us home uh, on a budget Christmas. What are your suggestions? Oh, hi. So um, we actually go secondhand shopping, um, go into Salvo, City Mission, and my little girls love going there. Um, and we just pick up little things that they like during the year and get some bargains. But my girls also uh, give back. And before Christmas, we go through all their toys and they donate all the ones that they don't play with anymore or they're grown out of. Oh, nice. So, Fantastic. Yeah. That's and especially so around this time, you should donate that stuff too, don't you think? Yeah, it's great. They love giving it to other people. And my eldest daughter um, will actually sit there and say, you know, it's great. I can give these to other little kids that might want to play with my Barbies. And mm. I don't play with them anymore. So it makes them happy. And it's just a good thing to teach the kids to give back to other people. It really is, Isabel, and Hobart City Mission do a fantastic job. And they would love donations if anybody's in a position with some non-perishable food and some toys. But that's another great tip, Isabel. Thanks so much and Merry Christmas. No worries. Thank you very much, guys. Dan and Christy. Here's more from Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy. Hobart's Hit 100.9. Big shout-out to my mum this morning listening in live on the listener app. We're live across Tasmania. But i got to play some boys to men for this break. Good. I'm glad your mum's going to hear this. Yeah, hello, Colleen. <laughs> uh, strap in. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a warning alert because we're going to be talking about making love. Yeah. For a good reason. Well, this whole thing just happened. We brought producer Maddie in as well because off air, all I said to the boys was, look, without giving any names away, we have, we know someone and we've spoken to someone and I just kind of was like, you know what? This person is just giving me now energy of, I don't know, a bit pretentious. And I I said to the boys, I was like, I bet he's one of those guys that just says to a woman, whispers in her ear, ah, I want it you so hard and then you get home with him and it's like oh seriously so what a disappointing lover and then what do you guys say you're like what you think what kind of lovers would we be Um, because you you have this like everyone has an aura about them mine's like a greyish blue but probably because of my hair I'm very old who's to say say? what's Maddie's aura like his colour wise oh Mm. I see a bit of orange above Maddie which is Mm. nice yeah isn't that nice this whole colour thing it's a good colour my ginger beard who's to say yeah you are a ginger (laughs) (laughs) so hang on before we continue with this conversation, because I'm not rewriting history, surely everyone in this room has wondered what a colleague or a co-worker is like in the I've bedroom. I've never thought about not it. In a, not, in a, not in a me too way, but just a, you know, like your personality, like what sort of person you are. No? No one else has done no. that? No. No. <laughs> Zero no. times. I do this all own. the time. Really? I've done this. 
What are you just like at the checkout? Like, um, <laughs> oh, this Coles checkout yeah. person? Yeah, I do kind of wonder like what people are like. I just, I don't know, just have this thing about <laughs> wondering about people's personalities. I used to think about this before, Harvey Justin. Oh, well, we aren't talking about personalities. Right? <laughs> yeah, not All a right. word. So you want what I think if I... I want to know. Yeah, know. I guess what kind of lovers did. are we? We'll start with Matthew. Let's um, let's say well, Matthew. Let's, what kind of lover is Matthew? Let's save the best Matthew? for last. So yep. we're going <laughs> to... Well. I think, I think, oh, well, Dan, I reckon, I reckon you'd be really, you'd be so nice. <laughs> I think you'd be enthusiastic, Dan. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it only happens once in a blue moon, <laughs> so uh, once every 10 years, I think it happens. You yeah. have I've got two kids. <laughs> yes. I think That's it's happened right. twice. Yeah. yeah. At you, least. You're not hmm. like Steve Carell in the 45-year-old or the 40-year-old 40 year virgin, or whatever it is. Well, you'd be surprising. That was loosely based on, on my autobiography. <laughs> That movie. I think mm. you'd know if I was to think about it, which I never had with oh, you, but, but just you say have. I had, you'd, I don't know, you'd be very sweet and romantic. You'd be very boys to many. I'd the be chucking mate. this on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's you. I'd be but, singing it at the same time. But you know what? With Maddie. <laughs> oh, all right. Here I reckon Maddie. <laughs> Hot dogs. Would be amazing. Like, because you know why? <laughs> because I'll tell you what happened. I, you know that day I was whinging about my back and I was in so much pain and Maddie walks in the studio and he grabs me and he picked me up. And he really cracked my back. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I was like, Matty, I gotta say, he did you, the same to me. Too. You are the best crack I've ever had. <laughs> Hobart's hit 100.9. Hit breakfast with Dan and Christy. A stranger is just a friend you've never met. I met a stranger yesterday, Besties and now he's now. my friend. Oh, that's so nice. That's what happens because uh, Whitewater Creek. I don't know if you know my house really well in Kingston, I do. Christy, but there's a little creek that runs out the back, goes all the way down to the beach, Kingston Beach, and there's a trail that you can ride your bikes on. People go walking their dogs. It's, it's lovely. Great. I used to yeah. do it Do it when we lived in Kingston. I would do that walk myself. Oh, it's the best. I've been taking the kids out because uh, Isabel's got a new bike and Maddie's got a new bike too. Uh, Isabel likes to scoot and I scoot with them, so I'm a pretty cool scooter. They you call are. me Scooter McGavin. Scoot doggy do dog. No, they don't. <laughs> they call you um, dad. <laughs> but I went out to the walking trail and there's this guy called Paul and he's just going for a walk and I've got my kids out there and the first thing he says is, can I show you something? I'm like, oh. there's this strange old man that wants was to show he, me something. Was he and hitting like, on you? <laughs> well, I was hoping so. I got my hopes up. He came over with his phone. He goes, can I show you something? I'm like, yes, you can. Oh, yeah. He goes, check this out. Mm. There's platypuses in that river. I had oh, no idea. Oh, cute. Because yeah, like, you see like that creek out the back and you think, oh, there wouldn't be much in there. There's a few little tiddlyfish occasionally. We'll see that. But I didn't know there it was full of platypuses. And apparently there's like 40 in there. Your girls would have loved that. They did. And apparently at dusk is when you see them because they come out and they're a bit afraid of, you know, the bikes going past and stuff during the day. So he's got out this video and he just goes, oh, how good is this? There's a little baby platypus and it's like burrowing in. I'm like, Paul, this is wonderful. And, like, the kids were pretty interested because they're interesting creatures. Yeah, the duck definitely. The platypus. I mean, they look pretty weird. They've got the tail of a beaver, the body of an otter, and a weird face. But they're such good animals. They are. And I love that mm. Paul came and introduced himself to you and helped yeah. you with this. Because there's nothing better than when you meet a stranger they do become a friend. Like, I mean, Out of nowhere. I'm, like, best friends now with Doug. Doug and I shared a flight together from Sydney <laughs> to LA, you know, and we follow each other on social media. With you really besties. dug Doug, didn't you? <laughs> But this Paul guy, so like they started really innocuous like that. He showed me the platypus video. He goes, look at this baby one. And he goes, and now check this out. Here's two of them mating. And I'm like, what? So he was hitting on you. <laughs> Maybe he was. But I, he goes, I sat there for 45 minutes and just watched them mate and just filmed it. So you said that, did you? What did Paul? <laughs> well, Paul was drowning in platypus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Breakfast with Dan and Christy. It is happening today, the Schools Triathlon Challenge, where you swim, you bike, you run, and it's for grades 7 to 12 today, and tomorrow's grades 3 to 6. And to talk more about it, Tim Smith, the School Triathlon Challenge legend. Good morning to you, Tim. Good morning, Dan and Christy. Good morning, Tim. Well, this is exciting. Shame about the weather, though, but you're down this morning now, right now, at Bell Reeve setting up. How's it all going? Uh, yeah, well, everything. We spent the whole day setting up yesterday, had a whole heap of kids from Clarence High and Rose Bay High, and the whole site set up. So we're wait, just waiting for kids to turn up now. Nice. And you're raising money for Diabetes Tasmania, which is a great fundraiser and plenty of cash already being made from all the kids. Does it bring just a smile to your face when you see how much money's been raised already? Uh, definitely. I mean, it's a huge part of the event is um, teaching kids that, that community value of giving back. So uh, that's a you know really important part of the whole thing. Yes, yeah, certainly is, Tim. And I love this for the kids. It means that they're off the iPads, they're out and about making memories and being a part of something fantastic as well. In terms of the actual triathlon, how far are these kids doing this? Um, well, the grade three fours, they start off with a, it's a 50 metre swim, a two and a half K ride and a 500 metre run. And then we go right through to 300 metre swim, 10K ride and a 3K run for the grade 10, 11, 12. Did you get started in triathlons too? What inspired you to do this multi-sport challenge? Um, yeah, I used to compete at age group level. So I used to race national series as an age grouper and go to these events and just see how big they were. And, you know, they'd sort of shut a place down and, and everyone would race. And you don't see that for kids very often. I'm a PE teacher as well. So uh, I really wanted to get kids physically active. And I thought if we can make a big show, they can come along and be the stars of the show and, and have that feeling that um, adults get when they go to their, their big events. Oh, it's brilliant, Tim. How long have the kids been training for this for? Uh, well, some of them probably train for a few weeks. Some of them will just turn up today and have a go. So there's, it's just such a diverse range of abilities and experiences. Mm. And obviously there's not, you know, 6,000 little triathletes running around the state, but 6,000 kids are having a go at a triathlon. And it's sort of, that's the angle it comes from. We want them to turn up, have a go and take on a challenge and maybe realise they're capable of something they weren't um, before they turned up and hopefully that translates over other areas of learning as well. And I think when it comes to triathlon too, you've got the physical challenge but the mental strategies to get through it all is the things that I struggle with the most. I've done a lot of fun runs in my time. Do you have any advice for the kids today and to be motivated during the race? I think draw inspiration from the people around you so all their mates are here cheering them on and um, uh, just go out and try and enjoy it as much as you can. Don't let the cold water ruin it too much <laughs> as they run in we always hear screams as they hit the water um, so it's a bit of a sight there's a huge amount of adults down here watching parents and family and all that so it's very supported and kids always finish the day with a huge smile on their face and it must put a big smile on your face too tim particularly from a parent's point of view they must just be beaming with pride Absolutely, yeah. It's um, you know the parents aren't even sure if their kids can finish because they've never done anything like it, and the parents haven't been involved in triathlon, so it's um, it's definitely a new experience for lots of people. But um, as I said, it's always a great way to finish the day with a smile on your face and finishing something you didn't know you could do. Oh, it's unbelievable Amazing. when you cross the finish line. And good luck to all the schools and the individuals in the team today. And if you want to cheer them on, what time does it start today at Bell Reeve Beach? Uh, racing starts at 10. So we've got a huge warm-up. Uh, tomorrow in particular, there's probably about 5,000 people doing aerobics. Oh, and wow. Guy, Guy Franklin and Terry Moore are the announcers from all aerobics. So they get everyone up. And we've got uh, Captain Hurricane down here. And um, yeah, it's amazing to see everyone sort of moving together in the parkland. 
Great. Well, how exciting. Go, kids. We're so proud of all of you. Uh, from Schools Triathlon Challenge, Tim Smith, congrats on all you do to get this underway for the kids across Hobart. Have a great day today. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy. Hit Hobart's Dan and christy Stuck in the summer. $5,000 for you. Yes, we are stocking the suburbs. Don't worry. It's not too late to enter. I have seen all the messages come through saying, guys, is it too late? Have I missed the deadline? No, you haven't missed the deadline, but we will tell you the deadline is today. Today. Because we are wrapping up our show for the end of the year tomorrow. So you got to get your entries in today because we'll announce our winner tomorrow. So you want to do that at hit.com.au. $5,000 could be yours because we are stocking the suburbs and how it works is this. Go out, grab a stocking. It can be whatever you want. It can be, you know, simple. It can be extravagant. We've seen some incredible stockings right on it. Hit Stan and Christy. Put it out the front of your house or your business, whatever it might be. Take a photo. Put it on social media. Uh, tag Hit 100.9 Hobart. Use the hashtag Stocking the Suburbs. And then just quickly fill out a form at hit.com.au just so we have your details and your address and stuff like that. And we can drop $5,000 in your stocking. Like we did yesterday. We uh, went around some of the suburbs and just uh, dropped off a few things, uh, you and I. We're a little bit like Santa Claus, trying to get around to every single house, every single business, and it brings up such a big smile to our faces, and especially when we see Risdon Vale Neighbourhood Centre. They've, they're run by volunteers too, and it's a great space for the kids to learn and grow. And we do have Natalie on the line. Natalie, good morning to you. How are you going? Good morning. How are you? We're good, Natalie. So, um, I saw your stocking yesterday when uh, Risdon Vale Neighbourhood Centre posted it. Um, I, I was absolutely delighted to see you guys getting involved with this, and we wanted to say thank you for it but when I saw Risenfeld Neighbourhood Centre I just thought oh my god what a great initiative and let's you know give you some support on air so firstly how did you guys all decorate that stocking because it's incredible it's got photos of Dan and I and then it's got like little tidbits of what you guys are all about yeah isn't it fabulous got this great photo of both of you um, <laughs> in putting it full centre but yes and all the programs that we run here and some other staff and young people got together and made that so it just advertising our program so we've got getting ready for playgroup this morning um they're also getting really organized for christmas so we do pampers for our community and we do a big community lunch christmas day um just for christmas lunch during the week on the 13th great so natalie in terms of the programs that risen vale neighborhood center do i know you just rattled off a few then but i can see a lot on mm. this huge stocking that you guys have made yes. it hits denny christie what are some things that are important to to your neighborhood center there in risen vale so it's our kids' club, so running um, programs in the afternoon for young people when they're finishing school, because if you've been to the area, mm. there isn't a lot here for people. So, you know, we're really the hub of the community. We try to to run programs that would interest lots of different people, so lots of different age groups. Oh, nice. And what would $5,000 do for the Rizard Vale Neighbourhood Centre? Would it help out with uh, some of the volunteers and the kids? It would just be... An amazing help. What I'm wanting to do to achieve in this community is a healthy, active lifestyle. We don't have anything here for physical fitness or well-being. So there's not a gym or anything close by that people can use. So um, I'd like to be able to start running some, some activities, particularly for our the females in the community, with their little babies. We can come along, we can look after some childcare and do some yoga and things like that. So, Beautiful. Beautiful. Really keen to do. <laughs> oh, Natalie, well, you do an amazing job as the manager at Risdon Vale Neighbourhood Centre. You are in the draw to win this $5,000. Best of luck. <laughs>
luck. We will know our winner very soon by the end of the week. Um, congratulations on and everything that you do. Thank you for all your efforts and sending lots of love this morning to Risen Vale Neighbourhood Centre. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy.